Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Derry Davis here at Higher Heights Ministry Center, right here in the city of Danville, Virginia. You are about to hear a phenomenal message. I want you to subscribe and I want you to share it and be blessed. Hallelujah. I praise God as always for the spirit of God that's in this place this morning. I praise God for a place to worship freely. Hallelujah. I praise God for a people that we can worship together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we can lift up holy hands without wrath or doubting. Hallelujah. We thank God for, for this church. We thank God for this ministry. I want to take a second and thank God for our online family. We thank you for the podcast listeners and YouTube watchers, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you find us, we thank you for tuning in to the Bible study. We appreciate you. I have a word for the house this morning. So please, I ask you, please share it. Please share this. Please share this. If you're watching online, please share this with somebody because it's going to bless somebody this morning. Hallelujah. As always, customary for me, I want to pray before the word, then we'll go into our scripture. Lord, I thank you. Thank you for this opportunity, for this platform that you have, Lord God, presented me with, Lord, that you counted me, Lord God, to be a servant. I thank you for I don't take it for granted. I ask you, Lord God, in this moment, Holy Ghost, speak. Speak, God. Speak from heaven. Speak, Lord God, from the well that's inside. Lord, speak to your people. The songwriter said, if we don't hear from you, I don't know what I'll do. We thank you, Lord God. We ask you now just to open up the ears of the listener. Lord God, help us, Lord God, to just break up, break up any ground that's left, Lord God, that praise and worship didn't break up. Any ground, the fallow ground, stony ground that's left, Lord God, break it up, Lord God. So the seeds of your word can be planted and take root and rise up and be fruitful in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Everybody get your Bibles, get your cell phone, get your laptop, get your... Uh, our overseer said something powerful and I got to remember it because it's going to happen one day. He said, always bring a Bible because technology will fail you. And then we'll be stuck without technology trying to find a scripture. Bring your Bibles. As I took that in and I, I, I want to make sure I do that. Hallelujah. Get my scripture. Media ministry, if you would, you can get, get uh, 1 Corinthians for me. 13. I'm going to pull it up. 1 Corinthians 13. I have a few scriptures I'm going to read this morning. Hallelujah. I'm going to read a couple verses, so let's just follow me. Hallelujah. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become as sounding brass or tinkling cymbal. 
I want y'all to really meditate on this as I read it. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profited me nothing. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself. It's not puffed up. It does not believe itself. Un- it does not behave itself unseemly. Seek is not her own. It's not easily provoked. Thinketh not evil. Hallelujah. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in truth. Believe all, believeth all things. Hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth. But whoever there be prophet, though there be whether there be prophets, yeah, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come then that which is in part shall be done away with. Such a powerful, powerful, powerful scripture. Powerful scripture. That's so humbling. Humbling to us. I want to share one thought. We're talking about charity. Some talk, we call it love. But if we're going to call it love, we got to call it selfless love. Got to call it selfless love. Uh, I wanted to lift this up this morning because it's very important that we understand this. We understand that this thing is powerful. This is the greatest power known to mankind. This is the true power of God. It is the power to love. That's why I want to talk about this morning. Tell somebody the power to love. So it's an interesting concept that I feel like we really don't ever think about. And God called my attention to this this morning. So I really want you to really pay attention and really grasp this revelation. Because the greatest power, the power that comes from God, the power that God had, it really is the power to love. Above all that we think, we, when we think about power, when we think about ability, when we think about authority, when we think about supernatural, we skip all over that. We don't really hold love and ability to love as a power. But God began to deal with me and let me understand that the ability to love is the greatest power. We see here in the scripture that he said, it don't matter if I got know how to speak tongues of angels. Don't matter if I know how to prophesy. Don't matter if, I, if I'm a good person and I give to the poor and I 
do all these great things and I perform miracles. It don't matter. Nothing I do. If I don't have love, if I don't have the ability to love, it's nothing. That's nothing in comparison. The greatest power you that God has given us is the power, the ability to love. Okay, well, we got to talk about love. What is love? What is the love that God is talking about? Love, love is, it's not a reaction. It's an action. Okay, okay, let's deal with that for a second. Somebody need to write that down. Take note to that. Love is never a reaction. It is an action. I know how the world defines it. But if your love has a why behind it, it's not real love. Because love is not a reaction to anything. Oh, but he's handsome and he's so kind and he know how to treat me. and That's why I love him. That's a reaction. Oh. Oh, she's so beautiful, and, and when she smiles, just lights up the room, and, and, and I love the way she talked to me. That's why I love. That's a reaction type of love. God, oh, I want you to think about this for a second. God loved us, and he had nothing to react to. When he had nothing to react to, he loved us. I'm going to deal with it. Let's get another scripture. Y'all going to get this in a minute. Y'all going to get this. Let's go to 2 Timothy. Three. Second Timothy chapter three. Let's talk about it. Because we just read how how everything should be, how we should be. Now let's read how things are. We're gonna find something interesting in, in the word of God. The scripture says, Second Timothy chapter three, reads as this this know also. That in the last days, perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. Truce breakers, false accusers, incontent, fierce, despisers, of those that are good, traitors, heavy, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. I want to deal with this. This is having the form, a form of godliness, but no power. This is what we was just reading in Corinthians. He was talking about having a form of godliness. What's a form? It looks like godliness when I speak in tongues. It looks like godliness when I prophesy. It looks like godliness when I go and I feed the poor. It looks like godliness when I help the sick and I take care of the broken. It looks like godliness. But he said, if I don't have charity. Selfless love, it's a form. It's just a form. It's not real. This is trying to show us something, that the power to love is the greatest power. I want you to think about something. I want you to really think about this. 
let's, let's put, I'm going to put, paint a picture for you because I think most of us, if not all of us, I know us and up a little bit older, we experienced this. Any of y'all remember as a child, uh, playing outside? I know they don't do that no more. And you remember, I want you to see it too. You remember seeing those little ant hills? Remember when you made that discovery, you first saw an ant here and you saw little ants coming out of it and stuff? Everybody can see that and remember that. I'm sure most of us, I don't know about my kids, some of my kids, they don't play outside no more. But an ant hill. Remember you used to take sticks and shove it in the hole and kill ants and stuff on them, pour water and drown and see what they have? And you ain't feel no kind of way about it, did you? Why? Because they're just so small and in- insignificant. Well, I want you to think about something. I want you to think about something for a a second. David said like this, who is man that thou art mindful of him? The God that his throne sits on the heavens and the earth is just a footstool. It's mindful of this little nothingness that's uh, that's lower than for our ain't compared to us is far, far lower than us compared to God. But he was mindful of us. And not only mindful, in other words, not took and thought about us, but ain't also loved us. What you think about for that for a second? The power, the ability to do that. It's powerful. The ability to be able to, the capacity, the know-how to love something so small and insignificant in so many regards. I want you to understand that it's a power. It's not just a feeling. It's not a thing. It's a power that you got to possess to be able to love. I really want you to get this. Above, when we look at the life of Jesus, above everything he did, we see all these miracles that he done. One of the greatest miracles that everybody talk about is when he raised Lazarus from the dead. It's such a great miracle. But the greatest miracle that he showed us was his ability to love us. We skip over that. We don't think about that. The capacity, the ability to love. I want you to think about something. God. I just want to really understand. We're talking about God. Omniscient. Self-sufficient. Lacking nothing, lacking nothing, no incomplete, no void, nothing lacking. Just decided one day to create something to love. Why? It expresses something about his power, his ability. Love is humble. Love is humility. Let's talk about this. Love is a humbling thing. We just read in Corinthians, I want to deal with that first to show you how humble, how humility, how selfless love really is. To not need nothing, but then make something. Not only make something, make something with its own capacity, with free morals and own capacity and intelligence. I want you to talk about the power. I'm really trying to express to you something here, and I really want to take my time and do it. Think about God, God, God. Needing nothing, lacking nothing. 
He don't need to make nothing. He don't need to create nothing. He was happy by himself. He was complete by himself. He was here from the beginning when there was nothing. And he was satisfied. It's nothing that he needs from us to fulfill anything inside him. The very fact that he created us is an act of love and selflessness. It has not, he stands to gain nothing from doing it. I want, I want to help you understand something. We don't see love the right way. We see love as a reaction. I want to get married because, you know, I feel like it, I, I, should, I could be a good, I want to get married. We're trying to fulfill something. I like, we want to be in a relationship. If we want to fulfill something. I like friends. We, want, we always love in a reactive way. But God don't, that's not the kind of love that God is talking about. The love that has power, the power to love is a part of love that we really don't have. We need God to give us this power. To love something that does nothing for us. Let's go past that. Let's go past it even further. To love something that don't even love us. Don't even regard us. Don't even think about us. Don't even, don't have no, no come on, some is the enemy. Enemies, they hate. I, I want to really, I want to paint this picture for you. Because you got to understand it. And scripture says us to love our neighbors, us, we love ourselves. Then it goes in front and says, love your enemies. And we got a problem with all of this, but then we don't realize that the scripture is talking about God and us. We think God is telling us to do something hard, and God is saying, this is how I love you. You are not my friend. You are my enemy. You hated me. You, I, watched, I'm a, I want you to see it. I want you to see it. I want you to see it. What the kind of love God has. It is not a reaction. Jesus came to the earth. Oh, no, no. I, I, I want you to see this. First of all, what kind of God would you offended me? You disobeyed me, but I'm going to go all my way to fix it. And then we got nerve to be waiting on people to apologize. Waiting on people to come and get it right. And God didn't do that with us. He told him, he said, one day I'm going to fix it for you. He didn't say you was going to do anything. He said, I'm going to fix it. He said, I'm a, I already got a plan to fix this. It's an action. It's not a reaction. And so he sent his son. Jesus wrapped, took, oh, watch this. You got to see it. Think about it. We got to go back. God, God, his heavens is his dwelling. It's just a place to create beauty, all, this, all these things. We can't even fathom in our brains. He left divinity. He left the beauty of heavens. He left glory, and he wrapped himself in old stinking flesh. And not only that, but he decided to be born in a manger so low, so Come on, somebody. He didn't mind taking himself all the way down. The Bible said his appearance was calmly. He wasn't attractive. He wasn't somebody that looked special. He could have prepped himself and managed it. Been the best kind of man that you ever seen. Best handsomest man. Most charismatic man. Most, but he said, no, I'm going to be calm. What kind of love is this? It's a power. It's the power to love. 
ain't something you can just read. It's not a response to anything. It's the ability that he has. Mm. He has the greatest power that ever was. He has the power to love. I want you to see it. He called it, he took thought it not robbery. Come down his flesh and go through everything he went through and then lay his own life down. And I want you to understand something. This is the same God that turned water to wine, opened blind eyes, read, read, rose the lame to walk, spoke to winds and called storms to cease. He, he raised Lazarus from the dead. He tossed food to multiply to three thousands. But yet he was standing on a hanging on a cross, and they told him, "If you really are that, won't you come down?" Think of the humility it takes to have the ability to stop something anytime you want and don't do it. This the kind of love I want you to understand. This ain't a normal love. This ain't what the world is talking about. This is the power to love. Yeah. The songwriter said it wasn't, it wasn't the nails that held him to the cross. It wasn't the nails that held him up there. He had the power to love past all of it. He had the love to be sitting there being taunted, being left, being persecuted, being taunted, being spit on, being mocked. And he had the power to say, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. The power to love. I got to talk about this this morning because this is the real power we need to be seeking after. That we, we all of us are seeking after to be spiritual. I want preaching gifts. I want the anointing to preach. I want the anointing to prophesy. I want the anointing to lay on hands. I want the, you want all this anointing, but the anointing that God gave us all, he's trying to give us all to be, to anoint us with the power to love. And that's the one we ignore. That's the one we ignore. Everybody ain't called to preach. From a pulpit. Everybody ain't called to be a prophet, but everybody is called to love. He's trying to give everybody the power to love. Not a reactive love, but a love that's already been decided in yourself that you will love. I love you, and there's nothing you can never do about it. Kind of love. The power to love. Somebody say the power to love. This is what we want. I want you to watch something about Jesus. Really want you to see something about Jesus. Somebody said, and I thought it was funny. But then I thought about it, and it's true. If Jesus was right here today in his flesh, in his body, we would have to explain the church to him today. Because he never had no that type of experience. Jesus did not have a home. He walked around like what we would call a hippie in his day. He didn't have a place. He didn't care about a mortgage and a nice house. He went from town to town, city to city, place to place. He didn't even have, he didn't worry about too much stuff to carry with you, suitcases. I need these clothes. He would be what we call today a minimalist. These people that like to live off the grid and don't really have much. That's what he would put you in the mind of. But, but the real thing is he did all this because he had a purpose. 
that he didn't let anything limit his purpose and what he was doing. And the thing about Jesus is his ability to love caused attention. Think about this man. He was found with all kinds of people. All kinds of people. People off the street, prostitutes, people from this place and that place, crippled with illnesses, leprosy. People didn't deal with people with leprosy. Jesus did. In his day, if you saw a person with leprosy, you ran the other way. You called the authorities on them. They were supposed to be banished out of the community. Jesus had no problem touching a leper. His love, his ability to love is almost unfathomable. How he could do that. How he could be so touchable. So with, with every type of person, every person, no matter what state they were in. Jesus, his ability to love. So this morning as I begin to study and I begin to think about what is when we talk about God and his power. What is his, what is, what is the greatest power to be that we can really think about is such to be praised and such to be lifted up? Because in the church we get confused and we lift up a lot of things, but we're really missing something that we all should be able to have. This power we all, it's the power to love. That's the power. Because watch this. I want you to see this. Oh, 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 oh. I really want you to catch this in your spirit. It's a whole lot of people, whole lot of religions, whole lot of uh, doctrines out here, whole lot of ways people live, lifestyles, where they, they can do all type of things. People, there are people who, who can, uh, who, there are mediums, people who speak to the dead. There are people who can see future. There are people who can, can uh, consult with spirits. That people can do healing works and, and do all type of things. There are people that can do all types of things. But you know what they lack? The ability to love like this. <laughs> uh, that's why in the last day, we can either people at the church, if they don't be careful, they're going to easily be tricked. Why? Because the Bible said the Antichrist is going to come and answer a whole lot of problems. He's going to have some power, some power to do some stuff. Oh, he might be able to do some healing. He might be able to do some, some what we, things we would call miraculous and supernatural. But the one ability that he will never possess is the power to love. <laughs> it takes power to love like this. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no. I, I want you to understand something. I talked about it for a second, but I really want you to catch it. To love somebody does, does you wrong, but not only, but despitefully uses you, takes advantage of you. I know, I mean, despitefully, they know they're taking advantage of you, and they keep taking advantage of you, and you love them. That's hard. We think about that, and we say, man, that is, that's hard. But did not God do that for us? Where we, we still take advantage of him. We use his grace and his mercy. 
we despitefully. That means we know it. We know it. We say, you know what, God? And, and not, yes, no, we're soft and we apologize. We still took advantage of his grace. People have a nerve, and every last one of us been through it. I speak for myself. I had a nerve at one point in my life to say, Lord, I know you real, but I want to do what I want to do right now. I want to live my own way. Be my own man and do what I want. I didn't really have no fear that I was going to be cast into hell. or because I, But I took advantage of his love for me. I despitefully used him. I felt that he would always still be there. But the Bible says, God, he, he don't react. It's not a reaction type of love. He already decided to love us. Nothing we can do to break that. The Bible says, who can separate us from the love of God? Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Why? Because his love is not a reaction type of love. It don't react to anything. It's a power that he has. What I want you to leave here with this morning, with this morning, walk away from this word, is to start orchestrating your prayers about giving you more power to love. The power to love. I know you want the power to get to get your finances in order. You want the power to pray better. You want the power to be able to pray and things change and get healed. And you want the power to do this and that and and and, and come out of stress and situations. You want you want the power to overcome grief. But the greatest power you could ever seek after is the power to love. It's selfless. Don't have nothing to do with nobody. That is the greatest power. That is the greatest power. The power that God has that he, Jesus demonstrated and that he told us to be an example of. The, what God, I want you to see it too. Watch this. Every disciple that followed Christ, they took with them, after Jesus died, they took with them that power. We can see it. The power to love. They went, they dedicated their rest of their entire life to serving humanity. Preaching God, the word of God to the lost, the hedges, highways, every person they could reach. They dedicate their life. They had the threat of death on them, and many died as a result of what they were doing. It was selfless. It was selfless. It was selfless. They were, they were loving like God taught, like Jesus taught them to love. And they didn't have the ability to do it. Watch this. When Jesus taught his disciples, let's cause I picked this story up because this is what we grab next after we talk about the resurrection of Christ. The Bible said that Jesus appeared again after the resurrection unto his disciples. And he stayed with them and he began to teach them all of the, the, the began to teach them according to his purpose and what he would have them to do when he left. Hallelujah. He taught them. He taught them. He taught them what was expected of him and of them. And he said, greater works will you do. Greater works. You're going to do greater works than I did. You're going to do greater. Watch this. He said, you don't, don't just go out and try to do it because you ain't going to be able to do it. What did he tell him to do? You got to go and wait for the power 
to do it. <laughs> he said, go wait for the Holy Ghost. He said, you need, I doubt you got the knowledge, you got the understanding, you know what to do, you know what your purpose is, but you can't do it. Wait for the power. The power what? The power to do it. If it was not for the Holy Ghost, they would not have been able to do what they did. They would not have been able to die for the cause of Christ. Who would be willing to die just to minister the gospel to somebody and let them know you can make it? Share the good news of God. Love. It was the power to love somebody. Tell you, the Holy Ghost gave him the power to love somebody more than their self. That won't count it on nothing that they done or said to them or who they were. And then, and even in, in, we look at Paul, he really, really, really caught it. Because even the disciples, they had a little bit of a hang-up because they, they said, we, got, we, we understand we got to minister to everybody, but we really want to minister to our people first, the Jews. And the Bible says, if you love the people that love you, you ain't no better than the world. Oh, but I love my friends. I love my family. You know better than the world. But, but Paul, he got it. He said, I got to go after my enemies. I got to risk my life for my enemies. He said, I got to love my enemies the same way. The same thing y'all doing for the Jews. Y'all, you got to do that for your enemies. The Gentile, all the world. He said, I know they don't like you. I know you're going in on enemy territory, but he said, God said, love them the same way. This is power. I want you to understand that to love somebody is a power. It's a, it's the, the ability to love somebody is a power that comes from God. Just want you to catch. The real ability to love somebody is a power that only comes from God. And that's the power we need to be seeking after. We need to be seeking after the power to really love somebody, to really love people. Love people like Christ loved the church that he gave his own, that he gave his life up in exchange for a ransom. <sighs> the power to love. Somebody, one more time. The power to love. The power to love. God give us the power to love like you love. I'm telling you, how I want you to understand how great of a power the power to love is. Real love changes people. Real love can turn your enemies into friends. Real love, love is the greatest power. Don't do not be confused. Real love is the greatest power. The devil gives a form of power. He tries to, through, through, through this world system, tries to give us a form of power, what power looks like. But it's not power. Don't you know that the enemy, the only enemy that the enemy has is power that he usurps or that's given to him? This is why 
we talk about when we talk about this for a second, I'm gonna move on and we're gonna close. Second, when you start getting into the world system and politics and how they work, the, the devil's form of power is the power of manipulation and 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 working your way and and conning people and and um, it's the spirit of witchcraft and control. Come on, somebody, it ain't nothing but control and manipulation. And it's all about tricking someone to getting leverage over somebody. I got you now. I seen you do this. Now I got power over you. It's not real power, but we look at all this world system and, uh, and we, if we're not careful, we look at it and we think that these people are powerful. Enemy has no power. He never did. He never did, even in the garden. Only thing he could do was manipulate Adam and Eve to do something that caused them to fall, to have something over them. Why does the Bible call him the accuser? That's where he get his power from. And if you don't care, you operate the same way. You get offended. You ain't no better. I know what you did. We broke straight. We're using the power of manipulation, accusing one another to have something to over somebody. Come on, somebody. And we think that gives us a sense of power. That's a, the Bible calls it a form. It's a form. It's not real. The real, the only power that's real is the power of God. And it's all rooted out of one thing that he done. He loved. For God so loved the world. This is the real demonstration of power. I believe this. I believe God created all creation and all manifestation. Why? Just to demonstrate his power. (laughs) It's a demonstration of his power. He made all of these things and he loved it. He said it's good. He already knew what terrible, terrible turmoil would come out of it. But he made it. He called it good. Why? Because he's able to demonstrate his greatest power to love something. And not, and not, not a, it's not a reaction, it's an action. He made something to love. He created something to love. If you really want to know what it's all for, it's all for love. That's what it's all for. If you really want to make sense of everything, it's all God demonstrating the greatest power that's ever been demonstrated. The power to love. The ability to love. If you, we close and everybody stand on feet. When you leave this place, if you find your heart that you really love people, you ought to thank God for that power. You ought to thank God for that ability. To be able to look at somebody. I want you to think about not only the people that are close to you, but somebody who done you wrong. People that have really, that really offend you. And you want to ask God for the power to love them. The power to call somebody who have done you wrong and offended you and will not apologize for it. And call them and just say, I love you. Don't worry about it. It's all good. It don't matter. I let that go. That's fine. Why? Because God's giving you the power. The power to love. It goes in so many aspects. As you leave this place, I want you to really meditate on it. 
in and examine your life. I have to admit, this is a word that really stepped all over my toes. Because if we be honest with ourselves, this is the power that we struggle with the most. The power to love people in spite of, no matter what, an unconditional love. I know you don't like me. I know you hate me. I know you don't have no concern for me, but I love you anyway. I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm thinking about you. Who is man that God is mindful of? That he would go so far as to sacrifice himself to redeem man. What kind of power is this? This is this is supernatural. This did not come. This is something that is not ordinary. This is a miracle. This is a miracle that he would love us. Then he said something so powerful in the Lord's prayer. We say he told us to have us forgive us our debts as we forgive those trespass against us. In other words, what we ask God for, we ought to be able to demonstrate. The love that we ask God to have for us, we ought to be able to have it for other people. Lift your hands all over this place. Lift your hands right where you are online. Lord, give me the power to love. Lord, this type of love that's not like the Corinthians said, it doesn't get offended. <laughs> it's not puffed up. It's not, it doesn't think of itself. It's selfless. Give us the power to love like this. It don't hold out against his brother. Give us the power to love like this. God, because if we do everything we've been doing and we don't love like this, it profit us nothing. If we stay in church all our life and only love our family and go to the grave with unforgiveness, it profit us nothing. Give us the power to love. The power to love is a freedom. Power to love breaks the chains. Breaks the chains. It breaks yokes. The power to love. Power to love them. Be mindful. Pray for our enemies. Pray for our neighbors. Have compassion on people. Have understanding for people matter what state they're in love is not self-righteous love is patient, love is kind love is long suffering Lord give us the power, the ability to love Lord people hallelujah Holy Ghost Holy Ghost we can't do it without you fill us up God 
Holy Spirit, fill us up. We can't do this without you. Fill us, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, fill our hearts. Lord, we make room for you now, God. You can't dwell in an unclean temple. Hallelujah. Hate and love can't dwell in the same place. Fill us up, God. Move out anything that's not like you. Help us to search our hearts. Free us, God, from the chains of unforgiveness, from the chains of offense, from the chains of a broken heart. Free us, God. Help us to love like you love. We want to live the rest of our life walking in love and compassion for humanity. We want to have the power to look on people in their lowest place and see where God has called them to be. How can we hate somebody that you love? How can we disregard people that you regard? Thank you, God, for it now. Let us leave this place forever changed. Let us leave this place with the ability to love people. The ability to extend the second chance. Hallelujah. To let go and release people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Clap your hands and give God some praise for the word. Come on, give God a real praise for the word of God. The power to love. I'm asking God for the power to love. For what God has called us to do, what he's purposed in us, we need the power to love. We're not going to be able to finish our course without love. We're not going to be able to finish our work without the power to love people. Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, podcast, all of our online family, I want to really thank you for tuning in and watching us being with us this morning if this word has really touched you and reached you and been a blessing to you one I want you to apply to your life two if you want to be a blessing to this ministry and to support what this ministry is doing for the kingdom of God going up on the screen are ways that you can be a blessing to us financially a love offering We thank you now for tuning in. And until we see you next time, we love you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Remember to like and share. And if you would like to stay connected, please subscribe to our podcast. Also, please follow us on social media through Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Or visit us in person. We are located at 236 Parker Road in the great city of Danville, Virginia. If you would like to get to our ministry, please click on the link below. Thank you again and enjoy your day.